My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 55 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks? <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? Um, dorks? <laughs> no, no, no. That's exclamation point. Definitely dorks. Um, <laughs> Anyway, thanks everybody again for for coming and joining us today uh, or tonight or whenever you're listening to the podcast. Um, if if you've been with us from the beginning, we're glad you've stuck around. If you're just now joining us, welcome. We're glad to have you. Uh, welcome to the dorks. <laughs> that was very convincing. That was very convincing. Yeah. I was going to say something witty, but that that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I was going to say something, but that's going to totally make me sound old. No, I I changed my mind about saying it. <laughs> anyway, oh gosh, it's been a busy couple of weeks. Uh, it has been busy. Yeah, lots of... A lot of things that were postponed last year is now starting to come up this year. Yeah, speaking so. speaking of Pam, mm. you had something that happened th- this last weekend that you wanted to talk about. Well, I didn't personally uh, attend it, but last weekend was Convergence Weekend. and Yes, it was. Um, yep, and... Uh, it was one of the events that was postponed last year, and it happened this year. Um, I, as I said, I didn't go to this, but I was checking out all the cool pictures online. I was I was part of the Facebook group, and it just brought a lot of good memories of going to these geeky cons and being social, checking out all the cosplays, and... Um, all those wonderful events it just made me miss them but it looks like uh those that did go had a blast i'll bet i miss conventions here's the <sighs> here's the thing would you would i mean i would like to go to conventions right mm. and there's a lot of conventions especially in the you know, even in the podcast realm, there's conventions. Not just, like, nerdy conventions like Convergence. But, like, other conventions that we that we could go to, like PAX Prime or that board game one in Indiana that I completely forgot the name of. Oh, Would you go to these conventions? Is that, like, one, is that one Gen Con? Gen Con, yeah. Would you be comfortable in going to these conventions as of now? At this point in time, I'm okay. I'm still really iffy about going to just crowds in general. Yeah. Like, if I go somewhere where there's a crowd, I totally freak out afterward. And if I have to stay put in that crowd, I really freak out. Uh, so I don't think I'd be able to handle a convention right now. Um, with me personally, I would feel more comfortable if it was outdoors, but if it was in a, in an enclosed space, um, count me out until, <clears throat> until the situation with this pandemic gets better. Cause 
I think this happened like right on the ascension of uh, COVID cases again, thanks to Delta. Of the the Delta. Yeah. Yeah. Which is still part of the COVID. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. COVID. The Delta. <laughs> the Delta. You know, speaking of Delta. Delta Plus. Mm, yeah. I thought we were done with the plus part things like Google Plus. Nah. Hulu Plus. Nah. No, the, Delta virus, plus. the virus was like, nah, hey, bro. I want in on this too. <laughs> I want in on this too. They're just a little late to the game. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't say something like iCOVID or something. Oh, no. <laughs> or something. I don't know. When I heard Delta Plus for the first time, I was just like, really? Really? It's it's <laughs> They're late to the game and poorly timed. It Congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> now is that is that the virus that's supposed to be even more that's, of a concern than the Delta? Yeah, it's a mutation of the Delta variant. The Delta variant. Yeah. So it's there's a already a mutation. It's of a the variant Delta. of a variant. It's a variant of a variant. Oh, I thought you were talking about Delta Loki, Airlines. We'll get it. Yeah, it's like. I thought it was. I thought you were talking about Delta Airlines. No. Oh no! No 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 no! no, no, no Which no. I'm pretty sure Delta Airlines is, is already like, having issues. Actually, no. it hasn't really affected. I heard that it hasn't really affected their, uh, like their their branding, <laughs> according to them. But who knows? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, if anything, Delta Plus they what? may have like like started a brand called Delta Plus, like they're plus services or their new economy class delta plus i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but i am so out of the loop oh my goodness i don't know it's why don't they just call it like delta one i'd like to go back to i'd like to go back to conventions i know Uh i'm not going to you know like i don't even want to go to like the state fair this year because of because of those things those reasons but i i just read a like a reddit that the state fair officials are actually thinking of implementing masks and other uh covid precautions as well i want i want vaccine passports passports i just yeah that would solve a lot of problems it would I mean, <clears throat> or something like this, <laughs> or something like this that we can find. Okay, here's the thing: we can. I want like like the va- like the the Delta variant or the COVID a COVID variant, right? That will actually like tag a person whether or not they have the vaccine or whether or not they have COVID. Like like you know how like leprosy is. You know you could tell. You know, so we uh, can go. Oh, and you go. want you wanted to you wanted to turn into the next chicken pox or something? Yeah, <laughs> that way we're not guessing and checking. Like we're not guessing, right? And like, and I'm sure if he had like a, like a really bad scar or like something, you know, that people would end up getting the vaccine at that point because it's gonna look bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to back out of this topic before we get too political because this is a no politics show, remember? I'm trying not to be political about it. I know. I'm just saying I kind of want like a... I know. We're we're, we're leaving it there. We're leaving it there. (laughs) So, Angelo, 
What have you been up to? Oh, gosh. A lot of work stuff. Um, trying to get back into an app that I've been using to try to help myself keep track of um, good habits and things that I need to do on a daily basis. Um, there, it's called Habitica. Okay. Um, and I, I found it because there's a, a Twitter ADHD group. And um, one of them was was on there, and they they were talking about you know starting a a group on Habitica to help you know encourage us to kind of gamify tasks and chores to kind of make it less awful to try to actually accomplish them. Um, I it's got a it's got a bad day mode, so if if you end up falling off and just like ha struggling to to do even the basic stuff, you can turn on bad day mode so you're so you're not you know losing points and and all that. But uh, how many times can you press that? As many times as you need. You can you can just you just it's not a thing that you just turn it on every day. You turn it on and then when you're ready to get back into it, you turn oh. off bad day mode. Oh, okay, I get it. So. It's, it's basically you have little quests and if you complete the more you you complete your your things that you have marked as good habits or daily tasks or you know a a to-do list that you might have set up um the more you put in towards these little quests and you you have these little groups that you can put together to work together on these these uh challenges and um for for me and the ADHD group, we we struggle with really bizarre things. Like, um, I I will admit this: uh, if if I don't have a reminder, I sometimes forget to brush my teeth. Um, and this has using this has helped it become habit to brush my teeth on a very regular basis. Um, but the group that I'm in and that is incredibly supportive and and wonderful. Shout out to my peeps. Um, but yeah, I I dig it. It's it's cute. Um, it, it's got its glitches. But overall, I find it really helpful. Um, so what do you do with your points? Um, you can... You're basically leveling up your character. Um, and you can use these points to buy new gear. Uh, buy accessories. You know, and just so you can use the you can use the points to um, basically make your your little uh, your little avatar a little more cute, um, make it a little stronger. You can use it towards new quests. Um, it's it's just basically a way to kind of kind of turn these little tasks into games and and you know when you when you need. When you need external motivation to help you get these things done, it it it's an external motivator, really. When you know, it it makes it so Edwin doesn't have to to ask me if I've checked the lights, checked the stove, checked the doors. because that, that's my nightly thing is I check the doors and I check the lights and all of that, so Edwin doesn't have to ask me. I like <laughs> <Okay>. it already. <laughs> 
That's how I've been making sure that lights get turned off. Five stars. <laughs> where's the where's the where's the Play Store? Five stars. Yeah, so I like it. Um, also, um, I found out uh, there. This is just an odd little thing that I just think is hilarious. There was a. You know how how fans like to run onto um, professional sports fields to oh, try to and, and streak. Well, this they don't always streak, but they run onto the fields to try to th- get themselves internet famous and all that. Okay. Oh Apparently, the most recent one uh, was where? Which field was that? Um, the Dodgers field, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the Dodgers Stadium. So this this fan ran out onto the field, and he was outrunning the security. The security couldn't catch up to him. They couldn't stop him. He made it onto the field, but he was stopped. Do you know how he was stopped? The ball hit him? No. The ball girl? The ball girl tackled him as he got near the wall and tackled him hard enough that he actually fell over that low wall, you know, at the... The uh, far mm-hmm. foul side of the field, yeah. Mm. And like he, like he was going to jump and get a clean getaway, but she tackled him. He fell over the wall instead, and security was able to take him. And it, it, I saw the video. I was like, Way to "Oh, go, that, ball girl. heck yeah! Way to go!" Like, I, <laughs> I. I am going to end up looking for more videos of this because that is spectacular. You see it and and like he's 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 like not even thinking of her as a factor in his getaway and she just like watches where he's going and then he gets close enough she just dives at him and takes him down and it's spectacular and I love it. Ball girl, <laughs> I salute you. Did this cool. just happen recently? Yeah, this happened. Oh gosh. Um, see, it was published like August 9th. So, okay. yeah, so <laughs> it's oh, so must be recent. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the Dodgers against the Angels, and yeah, it just. Yeah, the, the article I was reading about it had three different angles of it, and it's just spectacular. Watching that girl just kind of, she's ready for him. He's not even, he's not even considering her a threat, and she takes him down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just loving that too much. Anyway, um, that was interesting. <laughs> Edwin, what have you been up to? Uh, um, you know, I, I lead a boring life, um, but <laughs> the reason why I really fairly a boring life, because I have so much to do and so much to do, I've been trying to figure out ways to like make technology work for me and not like, you know, not like <laughs> mainly I'm trying to do is I, what I, okay. So, in the place that we live, we have a watering band. Okay? I'm a gardener. 
watering plants is a thing for gardener or gardeners, obviously. But no. yeah, <laughs> I know. Surprise, isn't it? It's so much news. But anyways, um, it's like plants are thirsty or something. Plants are, it's like they're like high maintenance. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. Anyways, uh, the so we have a watering bed. I cannot water the plants, or I can't water the lawn. Uh, anytime between 8 o'clock a.m. till 6 o'clock p.m. Okay. So, I work. I work for a living, right? And, hey, if you guys want us to do this full time, it's, you know, <laughs> we definitely will like the, 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 the donations. <laughs> we'll work on getting a we'll Patreon. We'll get that going. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. I can't water, and I can only water on odd days because my house number is an odd number. So there's a problem. I can't really water my lawn until the weekend, or six o'clock in the evening when it's starting to get dark outside. So I have automated the sprinkler systems. That's right. I've got a computer running the sprinkler systems. <laughs> and they are set to turn on and off anytime I wish. And I am yet building upon that. I bet so they have, have blue teeth, don't they? They have blue teeth. <laughs> they do have blue teeth. And right now, it's working well. Thanks to... Thanks to uh, my my planning and and automation it's working well and that means i have more time to do the things now this is starting to sound like a commercial <laughs> yes it is <laughs> now I, know I have the stuff to do things like play video games and watch procedural dramas like law and order criminal intent which i found on peacock <laughs> <laughs> oh no now he's going full now he's going for full commercial it's wonderful and it's i don't have to worry about it and i can control it the whole thing on my phone how wonderful is that just the <laughs> other day i was just to see if it would work turned the sprinklers on and off while i was at work <laughs> It was great. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what I've been doing. Short and sweet. Hey, the bottom line is, and the theme of my talk is automation is great. Okay. <laughs> Edwin's practicing his spokesperson voice. <laughs> hey, hey, Bam, there's one more thing I was going to ask you about. You were talking about pop-ups recently. Well, um, in a recent episode, we were talking about food trucks, and um, I believe Edwin mentioned about pop-ups, and I just wanted to ask both you guys and our listeners, really, um, have you guys tried uh, going to a pop-up? No. Not a pop-up restaurant. Have, I actually don't... I don't even know what these are. The... I think they're basically they like a uh, a uh, restaurant um, decides to t 
turn themselves into a community kitchen where they they basically only run themselves as a restaurant every once in a while and then they just kind of offer it to rent on a very short-term basis to whatever other restaurants want to try to try their hands at a at a space isn't that basically it i have no Um, idea very very close um i know that uh years ago before the vid um me and my husband were trying to uh, fi- uh, find a Filipino pop-up. Um, I don't remember what the name of the pop-up was. All I know that it was going to serve Filipino food. Um, but m- m- our luck with the pop-ups weren't very great. Because the first time it was at some event. And we are like, okay, well, we're here for the Filipino pop-up. Well, apparently the event, the pop-up itself got canceled. But the event was still going on. It was very confusing. It was a lovely drive to St. Paul. Um, I and think then I remember, the second time, I think I remember time, that one. Yeah, and and then the second time, the pop up was there, but there was like a long line. Yeah, out the door, and the the second time that was actually at a kind of like a restaurant style place but um it was way too small and since it was a pop-up usually uh people find out these pop-ups in social media or the newspaper or various other sources um the problem with that is that the pop-ups themselves don't know like how many will actually show up i'm pretty sure this one that we went to weren't expecting a long line out of the door and the hour, it was like an hour or so wait. And then I was like, well, that sounds about like, that. That sounds like, that doesn't sound like my cup of tea at all. Mm-mm. As we know from previous episodes, Adam I have issues with long lines. Yeah. When I, well, at least with a, with a food truck festival, you could just not go to that and just go to another lesser known truck to you know to get food but but yeah i mean this one we were set we were set to have some filipino food but there was gonna be no chance of us actually getting in the door and that was just so my question was that has anyone else experienced these type of things with pop-ups i mean yeah. I mean the whole entire the whole entire idea is actually great if you are into that type of spontaneity. Um but you know, it's like Yeah, I mean hey listeners, if you have any experiences on pop ups or food truck festivals or anything like that, give us a email, like reach out to us in the uh, legend uh, dungeon diners at, at gmail.com or leave us a comment on legendcreators.com. Yeah, because I kinda wanna know. I hate waiting hours and hours upon hours in a line and I just I just just listening to like like you're describing what a pop up is, especially the Filipino one. I'm just like nope, nope, <laughs> nope. So so yeah, if if you listeners have uh, if you've gone to one of these pop up restaurants, um, let us know what your experience was. Like, are are they all just super crazy like that, or do they 
do you usually find ones that are calm and just chill and awesome? We, um, I'm, calm, I'm actually quite awesome. curious as to where people are hearing about these pop-ups. Because if it wasn't for the fact that it was through that one restaurant, I would not have known that they would be a host hosting that pop-up. I, again, I have I don't remember what the name oh. of the food uh, company was, but chances are, and if there's and if there's any like strategy that you could think of for pop-ups other than oh let's go to this Plan B restaurant, it's just yeah. Or maybe you know what? Maybe I think it could be like a a city thing. Yeah. I've never heard of, I mean, I honestly have never heard of of pop-ups. And I know what you were talking about because I remember we were talking about this one place. It was like a, it was like a family restaurant thing. Like it was like a bunch of, it was like a family thing that they were going to do like a, uh, like a, like a, like a restaurant something. They were like going to serve food at like an event. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Filipino food is so scarce in the Twin Cities that it doesn't surprise me that there would be long lines. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, not well, not now because there's like a bunch of Filipino restaurants now in the cities that you don't, you know, you can make a reservation. It's like to they're one popping up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just sit down and, and have a good time. And I could see why how this could be, you know serve as an advantage of if you have an idea for like a restaurant or whatever but you want to still experiment it with the general public pop-ups are very good that so is uh food trucks but they all both have you know advantages and disadvantages you just gotta weigh what you can and whatnot it's just that i'm just it just feels i just I just feel like there's more disadvantages than advantages. Well, it just feels like food truck festivals and pop-ups and all this stuff. It just feels like the number one issue is like they didn't like, you know, like there was like, there was no research involved with it except for like, let's just do it and see what happens. And then next thing you know, it, it's just like poor planning because there's long lines. Mm-hmm. at that point and that's to me is just like it's just like a biggest turnoff right <laughs> you know just just looking at long lines so and i was just thinking that like like pop-ups would be more and adv- like there would be more adv- advantages if you were offering something very unique you, uh, yeah. you you said that filipino food is scarce in the cities hence the reason why that filipino pop-up that i went to was out the door yeah which i could see i'm if someone were to offer something that i could easily find somewhere else that probably will not be as um wouldn't be as strong for a pop-up yeah anyways let you know email us DungeonsDiners at gmail.com or just send us a comment at legendcreators.com. Or you tell know, us what you think. Or any of our Twitters. Twitters and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we've got other things to talk about. Well, more. We're going to turn this into an Edwin. Sh- We're going to turn this into the Edwin show while we shut up and listen. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. The Edwin show. Yeah. 
Because I've got a question for you after you're done telling us about this thing. Okay, so all of you know that all of you, okay. So if you haven't heard the news in the gaming in the gaming arena, there's a certain company that is a very popular company that's pretty much in trouble to the point where our state is actually, as far as I can, like as of today, I found out that the state of California is suing. Activision Blizzard or Blizzard Activision or what have you, right? The the people who own games such as World of Warcraft and um, uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield, you know those those games, right? Those big AAA games, and because of um it's because of issues in the workplace not to put it lightly really bad issues in the workplace like misogynistic stuff going on to the point where apparently um the one of the executives made a cosby suite in one of the oh <laughs> yeah oh no yeah it's pretty bad. It's all in this lawsuit that California has uh, uh, has filed against um, Activision Blizzard. It's a big deal now to the point where I'm wanting the game. And here's the thing. I played World of Warcraft, right? I played World of Warcraft when it came out. And hmm. now I'm finding out that a lot of people are leaving World of Warcraft because of this, right? Which is understandable, right? You don't want to be supporting a a, a a company that that has done these things against, you know, people who work there, namely women in the workplace. Um, that they, you know, they do things in you know in the in the workplace. I'm trying to keep this as g-rated as possible <laughs> they, <laughs> they've been mean they've been yeah let's say they've been mean <laughs> um but to the point where it's like the workplace has become so toxic that one of the one of the people who it was on this, on vox.com on vox news saying that a person that they interviewed said that they make you feel like like a superhero or a rock star, right? When they hire you. Because they're looking for that ninja, that awesome coder, that, you know, that that star for their company. But by the time you get there and you have the job, if you're not pulling 60, 70, 80 hours a week... And and putting up with the environment, right? And then, the meanies. Yeah. Then you're nothing. Mm-hmm. And to the point where in that same article, they're saying that people who work in this industry and even in, in Activision Blizzard, that that they have lost families... Because there is no work-life balance. They've gotten divorces. 
It's like things that you would hear from, you know, it's like, who would want to work in a place, like in a, in a uh, environment like that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I know several people that I know of are trying to enter into that industry. It's like, I don't know. To me, it's like, it need, I think the industry itself needs to change. Because, and it's looking like that people are, are trying to change the industry. Like, for, you know, by not supporting getting out of World of Warcraft. You wouldn't believe how many people are playing, like, Final Fantasy fourteen right now. They're probably... It is full like they're they're going to Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. There's yeah. probably some going to to like Minecraft just to get something to play. World of War- well, here's the thing. There's a bunch of World of Warcraft streamers mm-hmm. that streams on Twitch of World of Warcraft. Guess what? They've gone to Final Fantasy 14 and mm-hmm. people are following them through file to Final Fantasy 14. You cannot get into Gilgamesh as one of the legacy servers. You can't even get into them anymore. Because some of these streamers, like these popular streamers, got into Gilgamesh, which, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a server that you have to, if you do have a character on Gilgamesh, you're waiting in a queue, a hundred people, 110 people, you know, you're on one number 110 till you can get in. Wow. Yeah. Because these servers can only hold so much <clears throat> that... Mm-hmm. You know, last time I played, last time I played Final Fantasy fourteen, which was like a couple days ago, I'm on. I think we're on Ultras. We're on Ultras. We're in Primal, mm-hmm. right? We're in the Primal data center, and I was number forty five. Whoa, <laughs> girl, <laughs> waiting to get in just to play the game, and a lot. And I've asked. I've asked in the forums are telling me that a lot of the people, a lot of the people are in Final Fantasy 14 right now are from World of Warcraft. Wow. And now they're discovering, especially that Final Fantasy 14 is coming out with a new expansion. And I think it's like Shadowbringers. Maybe Shadowbringers. Um, that they're finally discovering quote unquote Final Fantasy 14 you know and in my opinion it's actually a better game <laughs> than World of Warcraft and I played both of them <laughs> for so, one Final Fantasy is always super pretty it's so much it eye candy it is so pretty yes it is it is so pretty like they're not even playing with polygons anymore and for you know I mean when you're looking at like Final, like World of Warcraft you can still see polygons, especially in the background. It doesn't look like it, that in Final Fantasy yeah, it 14. It looks so much more organic and so... So oh much more gosh. organic. So pretty. Okay, yeah. guys, calm down. Anyways, <laughs> it's it's a fallout that's happening in Blizzard Activision. I, I am hoping that this will change the, the industry for yeah. good. And that... I don't want to see Bl- Activision Blizzard going away. I just want to see... You want to see them change. I want to see them change. I want to see new management. I don't want to hear any more Cosby sweets. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more. You oh, know, I overheard. Any of this stuff. I overheard that they are already hiring new people. Uh, they, 
One of the new people they hired when things first started coming out, they hired a PR person. I I do remember hearing about this. They hired a PR person who unfortunately blundered the PR. (laughs) Like They hired a PR person who was like, no, 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 we've done no wrong. This is is a, this is a, that was a long time ago. And it's like, no. no. It's not a long time ago because it's... There's... Yeah, they were they were basically trying to shove it under the rug yeah. and, and pretend it didn't happen. And no, that's that's not that's, owning up to it. That's that's not good PR when you're denying everything. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's like, not good PR. Yeah, it, it was like... I don't exactly remember what the the official PR letter said but it was not good and it did it did not own up and it like yeah it, it was it was not what they needed at the time and just yeah yes. I I am as a gamer and this isn't the first time you know we've heard gamergate in that whole you know that whole thing so it's been happening for a while I want the industry to change I want it to be more inclusive equal and any like a good place to work there's a lot some of my friends even now that i've in college they want to work in the industry they want to work as a programmer in the industry right what do you go into in you know it for because you're a gamer (laughs) (laughs) you know that's the that's the stereotype right so and that's like what we want to you know we want to work for these big companies that that make these awesome games because that's that's the that's like the thing to do right that's like what you you're sort of aiming for but it's kind of hard to go into these this industry that it's just tainted so yeah i don't know tell us what you think what what have you heard you know and are you if you're in the industry we'd love to hear from you because it's because it's uh it's such a you know and you know, on the face of it, it looks it looked like a really cool industry to be in, making awesome games that people play. But you know, I, tell me how it has changed in your life, and tell me how it you know that if you work in the industry, tell us that that's what you want to see different. You know, it's 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 one of those things where it's kind of starting to get getting hit close to home. <laughs> yeah. So. Anyways, all right. All right. So, um, Edwin, let's let's see if we can make this next segment real quick, so you can tell me a thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that, Frank? All right. So, let's see how how short and sweet I I can get you to make this, Edwin. Sure. Uh, what's this I'm hearing about Windows 11 coming out soon? It's the new Microsoft desktop operating system. It's supposed to be released late this year or early next year. It's awesome. It's stable. It's great. Um, but it's awesome. But it's there's issues like TPM 2.0, which I still have an issue with. What's TPM 2.0? Trusted platform <laughs> management, which is a hard. Hard, it's a hardwired chip on the motherboard. It's a soldering chip on the motherboard that is a security feature that Windows 11 requires. If you have 
secure boot on your computer, which is that little like logo thing with a spinny wheel. Not the Windows logo, but the other logo. Secure boot. And if you bought your computer in the past, well, I don't know, three years, you're a-okay. But for those of you who have computers that's older than that, you're probably going to be SOL. And you're going to have to probably buy a new computer in the next three years. So. Oof. Yeah. Anyway, I've heard in the industry, in a lot of other pop, that this is not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal if you have the money to spend for a new computer, but it's a very big deal if you don't have the money to spend for a new computer. Like, oh, I don't know, gamers with gaming rigs. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. So, and especially with a chip shortage right now, and how crazy it is to, like, buy a... You know, an up-to-date hardware and stuff like that because it's... Let's face it. The chip shortage is going to be with us probably till next year. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, here's the thing. They have to do something about TPM 2.0. They should give you an out if you don't have TPM 2.0. I mean, there's no reason why Windows 11 cannot run on a computer as far back as a 4th gen Intel. Or even a third gen Intel. If you've made it more efficient, you know, there's no reason for it not to be running on on you know later models of computers. And I don't care what anybody says, TPM 2.0 is going to be a big deal, and that's what that's what the forums are saying. They don't want it. They, they don't understand why it's a thing, and a lot a lot of people are saying it's there for your protection. You gotta understand. Nobody has enough money. To, nobody has money to buy a brand new computer. Okay, not everybody can do it. That's that's just you know that's a fact of life. You're not gonna go out and buy a fifteen hundred dollar computer because you can't run Windows eleven, and Windows ten is slated to be on the chopping block in twenty twenty five. Yikes! So <laughs> it is. Yeah, I it's 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 an awesome operating system. I have a computer, um, I have a computer at work that's running Windows 11 right now. Is it like it's a, pr- a pretty pretty operating system? I like the rounded corners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, that's your spiel. Um, if you have the money to buy a new computer, good on you. That's awesome. You know. That's great, but you know it's a fact of life that not everybody can afford a brand new computer. And if you're gonna buy a cheap brand new computer, you're probably gonna hate you. You're gonna hate yourself. So. All right. Well, this is where we would normally talk about some food stuff, but unfortunately, with what was all going on in the background, uh, some of us, namely me. Uh, couldn't get around to finding an unusual dessert to, to try out. So that one, we're going to come back to it next episode. Um, so for now, we're going to give you a little story. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Now this is a, this adventure is a new group, uh, just a just a small group of of a few of my friends online and well 
we decided that we were going to have a little fun with some interesting characters. We have Ducky, who is a gnome artificer. She's focused on uh, alchemy, in particular making potions and, and the healing crafts. She's been kind of ousted from her home after uh, obtaining something that certain nobles do not want her to have. And she's been kind of on the run since. There's also Kel, who is quite flamboyant. A, uh, a, a sculptor of sorts with magic and this incredible imagination that he can just pull things out of. Or so he believes. Then we've got... Valentine, pulled from the world of the graveyard tapes, is just trying to find his way home and just make things work while he's stuck in this strange world. Oh, they were on their car this caravan. They'd heard of this town where there were strange things happening. And they get there. And they see, indeed, strange things. They see this little gang. And by little... I mean little. It was made up of the children of the town, namely the gnome and halfling children, and any humanoid children who were two feet tall or less. It was strange. Well, one of these gnome children, they got close and tried to steal Ducky's alchemy box. Well, the child was caught, and they said, no, 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 H Hazy just needs your box. I just need to bring your box to Hazy. We're just going to borrow it. And, well, Ducky was the only one who could un understand this gnome child, so she managed to convince him, take us to Hazy, we'll let Hazy borrow the box. We just need to talk to Hazy before he can borrow it. The gnome child was apprehensive, but eventually agreed, since it would keep him out of trouble and it would get, it would get the box to Hazy. Uh, they get in there, and, well, the gnome, the other, the other uh, children in this gang were iffy about these adults coming in. The gnome was mostly okay because, well, she was close to their size. The human grown-ups, though, were much too tall. And they get to they get to the door where, where Hazy was supposed to be inside. And this halfling child stops them. She puts up her hand and says, Stop! You're too tall. Hazy's not gonna see you. We need to see Hazy. Uh, uh, Valentine decided... Perhaps being a little bit smaller would be helpful. So he, he put on a disguise to make himself look like a halfling. No, you're still too tall. Hazy's not going to see you. W why not? Because you're too tall. Hazy says no. Well... They were trying to figure out how to get around this child without, you know, just picking them up and moving them aside because there were too many children. Like, they did not want to get, you know, dogpiled by a bunch of children. And then Valentine hears 
an unfortunately familiar voice. Hey, who's out there? Oh no. And Valentine, recognizing the voice, just bursts in and like, What are you doing here? Wiggly, you! They had run into Zero Day. In the wrong land. In the wrong time. Because of a burrito warmer. <laughs> so basically, yeah, that story, they're trying to find their way home and things are just going wrong. And well, if anybody's listened to the Graveyard Tapes, they know that when Zero Day gets involved, things go haywire very quickly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, it's turning it's turning out to be a fun game. The the members of that group get along fairly well. Um and it's just lighthearted and, and loosey-goosey, but we're having fun with it. Huh. Anyway. I think, I think that's it for the show. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we're trying to keep our shows uh, a little more wow. time-friendly. That's it for the show? Did, yeah. Did, <laughs> did, yeah. Did we keep in our time... Wow. Did we keep in our time goal? Yeah, we're at 50, sec 50 minutes. Sweet. And a little plus. 50 minute plus. Well, another plus. 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 <laughs> anyway, thanks again, everybody, for listening. Uh, we had a fun time. We hope you had a fun time, too. Um, you can find me, Angela, at uh, Pleasant Doom on the Twitter sphere. And my name is Pam. You could also find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You could also reach me on Instagram at PandaCatDragon. And you can find me at TCDZEdwin on Instagram. No, sorry, Twitter. TCDZEdwin at Twitter. <laughs> yes. And then DIYEdwin on Instagram. Those are pretty much the only two that I'm on right now. So that's, yeah. I do post from Instagram to, to Facebook, so. Uh, you can also find us on face grow, Facebook with the Legend Creators page, or you can go visit us at legendcreators.com, or just send us an email at dungeonniners at gmail.com. Yes. Anyway, thanks again, everybody, for listening to episode 55 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Y'all come back now, you hear? And Dorks. And Dorks. And Dorks. Exclamation point. Yes. <laughs>